Welcome to Accelerate Your Wealth, a podcast by Rebecca Robertson, founder and director of Evolution Financial Planning. This series, we're focusing on female financial independence, looking towards a stronger financial future. Be sure to let us know your thoughts on the show and please do connect with us on Facebook, LinkedIn or Instagram or head over to www.rebeccarobertson.co.uk. Hey, it's Rebecca here and I know you always get asked to leave reviews on podcasts. I know, I know. So as a way of saying thank you um, to encourage you to go over there and leave a review, I'm going to um, offer a copy of my book, The Wealth, 10 Ways to Accelerate Your Wealth and The Wealth Accelerator Planner. So all of that is worth around 30, 40 pounds. Um, all you have to do is go onto the platform that you're using to listen to this or watch and um, type a review or leave a comment if it's on YouTube and then email us, rebecca at rebeccarobertson.co.uk with your screenshot or just a, a link to your review and that will enter you into a draw to win the book and the planner and um, we'll be doing a free draw every month and um, so the next one will start on the 1st of September and then the, the each rolling month thereafter sending you lots of love and thank you so much I hope you're enjoying the show welcome to today's session um and I'm joined by Maddie Alexander Groot Grout. Grout. Maddie Alexander Grout. Yeah, it's a horrible name, isn't it? Well, I quite like Groot. It sounds like... like... It sounds posh. <laughs> yeah, I tried to make it sound very posh for you. Um, Maddie is um, the owner of the business My VIP Awards, Rewards, not Awards, Rewards. Um, and I've invited her along to this podcast show today because now I think I think saving money, budgeting, that kind of, you know, word language um, is... In the past, and even still today, um, has a, if you like, a bit of a, a label that you must be skint. Um, you must be have no money, you must be struggling, and you don't have um, enough money to go around. Now, that's not really the case. Actually, a lot of my clients who invest, who save, um, are actually not the same very I won't say they, they won't call themselves good with money, um, but they would say that they um become more careful because they start to see what it looks like when you start investing and you start putting that money aside you start to then get a feel for it and then when you start to understand how much you need to put aside to retire to have a better lifestyle you then start to adjust how you're spending and you start to prioritize your money monthly on a different basis so now at the moment where we've got the cost of living going up and just the last couple of days I've seen that in, they're projecting, please, I don't like scaremongering, but they're projecting um, uh, incre increasing costs for, due to inflation to be as much as 18% for April 2023. So I think we all need to get super sharp with our finances, with our money, whether it's budgeting, saving or investing, or all three at once, um, so that you can maximise your financial position, save for the future and create financial stability and for women, financial independence where possible, or certainly financial um, security um, in, in, in your relationship. So you're not 100% reliant on somebody else. Um, so that's why I do the show. That's why I've invited Maddie today. And I'm sure you can resonate lots of things I've just said there, Maddie. I can indeed, yes. Um, I, I think a lot of people think that you can't 
save money, invest money and grow your money at the same time. But I seem to be doing okay at all of those things. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, at the moment anyway, um, you know, I think it's going to get a lot harder over the next year. Um, there are a lot of things that people can do to minimize their risk. And, you know, one of the biggest things that I would recommend people to do is actually sit down, look at your bank statements and work out if there's anything that's non-essential that you can cut. And by non-essential, I don't mean things like haircuts or beauty treatments, because those things make us feel good. Mm. They, they, they actually validate us as people. Um, mm. And, you know, those are things that actually I would class as self-care. Mm, um, but, things, but things like, you know, are you are you getting like four takeaways a month? Um, could you reduce that down to one takeaway a month? Um, are you buying things on Amazon that you don't necessarily need to be buying? Um, I always have a rule where I when I'm shopping on Amazon I keep something in my basket for 72 hours right so that it's not an impulse buy because I have ADHD and my ADHD and my money do not often go that well together I hear that um, a lot yeah my my spending habits are quite crazy if I don't monitor them because I get that dopamine hit from spending so that's how so my story typical. started yeah so tell us a little bit about why you started my VIP rewards and yeah where that all become so so my, my my story is a bit of a long one um but I will keep it abbreviated and basically it all started when I went off to university when I was 18 years old my parents had always been very very good at educating me on money so I knew that I shouldn't spend money if I didn't have it they taught me about saving um I had a, a junior ISA I invested in that um and it was all it was all very much you know, they focused on educating me about the value of money and how to earn it, how to work hard and, and all of that sort of stuff. But what they didn't educate me on was credit. So when I went to university and I was presented with six different stands at Freshers' Fair, all lending people money, they just seemed to make it sound like it was free money. And I had no idea what I was letting myself in for. So I went crazy. I signed up for two loans and four credit cards. And I very quickly got myself into about 27 grand's worth of debt, right. which was incredibly stressful. Yeah. It was, um, I had an amazing time spending it. It was great. Um, <laughs> and I got into debt myself as well. I was 21 and I got into a lot of debt. I had a car accident yeah. and I had a car loan. I had credit cards and it was all, yeah. I, so I to, it, 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 most people I come across have had some sort of debt at some point. Yeah. Um, um, but the thing with debt is if you know how to manage it, it can actually be very useful to you. So if you've got a credit card and you're paying it off monthly or you're at least, you know, paying your minimum payments, you're making sure that where you can, you've got interest free. I didn't know any of this. And when the letters started to come in demanding payments, I hid them under the doormat. Um, I ran away from them I actually ended up moving cities to get away from my problems little wow. did I know that they actually they had follow you following <laughs> you yeah and I had bailiffs knocking at my door um wow at one point they took my telly and it was a crap telly it was really not very good so I don't really know why or you know what value it would have bought but they they had to take something and that was the only thing that I had um so it got really stressful and I realized that I needed to do something yeah. So I started to think about how I could pay these debts off. And I worked out that if I carried on at the rate that I was going, it was going to take me 60 years to get rid of all my Christ. debts. Yeah. 
it was going to take a very long time. Citizens Advice Bureau uh, recommended the 50-20-30 rule where you spend 50% on your, your bills and your, your rent, um, 30% on um, things like food shopping and things that you, you need in your everyday life and then pay 20% off of your debts. I knew that that wasn't feasible for me. And I think having ADHD came in handy at this point because I hyper-focused and I went, right, enough's enough. Um, I'm going to pay that debt off. So I changed it to the 50-40-10 rule and I spent 40% of everything I owned on paying off my debts every single month. And then any bonuses that I would get on top of that, I would also just bulk pay off bits. And I started with the smallest one. You didn't start, you didn't think to yourself, um, I'll just take out an IVA or I'll just go, you know, ccj and it'd be gone in six years no no because i wanted to buy a house and i right. knew my credit my credit rating wasn't very good at, at, the, at that time anyway mm. but i knew that in my in my future i wanted to buy a house and everybody i spoke to just said protect your credit rating at all costs so yeah. i decided that that was the way i was going to do it mm-hmm. and it was hard and i lived on tin tomatoes uh, tin tomatoes on toast and yellow stickers from the supermarket i shopped for yellow stickers six times a week wow um i had a store cupboard staples cupboard so things like pasta rice um lentils and every time i went to the supermarket i would stock up on one bag of something so I always knew that if worse came to the worst I could just have cheese on my pasta and at least I'd have something to eat yeah um, and there were times where I thought I genuinely don't know where my next meal is coming from wow. and it was and it was very scary um I actually had a really nasty incident happen um I was about 15,000 pounds away from paying off the last of my debts and I had a house fire um, oh some some students who were in the flat above me, um, they left a barbecue running on our roof terrace and the entire roof just went up in smoke. Like it was an absolute disaster. I remember the fire brigade waking me up at 3 a.m. going, you need to get out. You need to get out. Your house is on fire. And I could see stuff falling from the roof out of my window. I could see all these flames. And I just thought, oh, my God, it's terrifying. And we went outside in our dressing gowns and we just watched the roof as it just burned. Um, And it was it was horrible. And because my flat was directly under where the fire was, although none of my stuff actually got burnt, it got ruined by water damage from all the firemen's hoses. Um, I remember when I went in to to, to see if there's anything salvageable um, in my bedroom, um, there was a pool of water in the middle of my bed. Um, it was just like this deep, like just massive. It just ruined absolutely everything. I had electrical equipment. I had sofas. I can imagine. All of, Gosh. All of the expensive clothes that I bought with all of my debts. <laughs> <laughs> but there was wow. a sil- there was luckily, very luckily, a silver lining. So um, I actually ended up getting insurance money through, um, which came to about £17,000. So I made the decision that I was going to pay off my final fifteen grand with that money and with the two grand that I had left over I decided to well I had to restock I had no life basically so I and two grand doesn't go very far when you're clothes shopping so I went and decided to become a charity shop thrift addict instead um so I re-kitted my entire wardrobe through charity shop shopping um and I had a little bit left over to spare so I went to the British Heart Foundation got all my, got all of my furniture from there and I realized that actually my life didn't need to be that materialistic that's amazing I love that and I I think that we're I talk a lot about consumerism and that we're taught to basically 
get into debt um, as a mm. society. We're, as a society, we're taught to buy a house, get to more debt, have a car loan to get into more debt, um, to buy a bigger house to get into more debt. And you basically spend 60 years mm-hmm. of your working life paying off debt. Um, yeah. And we're taught that as a society. We're taught that, that that's what, as a consumerism, they want us to do because that's what yeah. makes the bank's money. Exactly. Um, exactly yeah. so so I so basically I I was I was then debt free um I wasn't happy I would say um I had a job that I hated like really hated um I was in working recruitment for a company that I really didn't want to work for um so I decided that actually enough was enough and I applied for a new job um which was working in change management so dealing with like more HR kind of onboarding type things got accepted I was in the job for six weeks and I found out I was pregnant and what I learned at that point was that my employer was amazing because I said to them I had no idea I was pregnant I'm really sorry like please don't fire me and they were like we're not going to fire you we really like you you're really good at your job so don't panic um also they couldn't really fire me so uh, it was it, it was it was a blessing in disguise but what did happen in my mind was I was thinking oh my god I'm gonna have a baby this is horrible I mean not horrible not the baby part not the baby part but I'm gonna get into debt again because I wasn't really ready um I still hadn't bought my house by that point my credit rating was on the was on the mend and I knew I had it in my I had it in my kind of plan to buy the house um so I I basically just started to think how am I going to get through this and when my baby was born by that point I'd actually bought my house and I was a little bit more savvy with what I was doing with my money and it became increasingly apparent that having a baby was yes the most expensive thing ever I needed all the stuff for their nursery I needed like new clothes every five seconds um, toys and going out and socializing and I had the idea that I could start up a discount card locally to help parents in my local area to save money on their everyday living expenses Fast forward five years, um, we've won 19 awards. We've been featured in every single national publication going. Um, I've just been on uh, on Talk TV this week talking about um, the rising cost of living crisis. I've got my own TikTok channel, uh, Mad About Money, which helps people to save money on their everyday living expenses. And I have the My VIP Rewards app, which is so useful for people right now with the cost of living crisis because it helps them to save money on just about anything that they spend on brilliant so so one of the things you mentioned it does five percent on supermarket shopping and you said that the average person spends 300 pound a month on shopping yeah i'm shocked by that because and and i thought it'd be more than that i when i speak to clients i think it is they generally are more than that but the odd one they say to me oh I spend about 60 pound a week on shopping I have to do budget planners to work out mortgages and work mm. out affordability for investing and all kind of pensions and so budget planning is a, a big part of my job and um like if they but I spend much more than that like much more than that I mean I would probably yeah. say up until recently we were spending a hundred and 60 pound a week on mm. shopping and then we would get to Wednesday and we still wouldn't know we still wouldn't have enough food in the cupboards we were just buying rubbish it wasn't even decent stuff yeah um and then we would get takeaways at the weekend because we didn't have enough stuff in the cupboards and so then now we know in we're obviously recording this in August we know October's coming with the price increase of gas and electricity yeah. um my children go to private school the school fees are going up everything's going up 
there is like the 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 available cash is like okay this is getting squeezed now it is so, it is yeah and it I, so what so I decided I was going to go to um Aldi and we normally do Sainsbury's and I went to Aldi and I bought a big like shop of basics not like fresh food but I just wanted to get all the shop washing mm. powder everything and I reckon that's going to last us three or maybe four weeks and then we've carried on with our shopping but I've dropped all the brands so I don't do any brands I just I still buy Sainsbury's but only do yeah. Sainsbury's brands I don't buy even if, if their basics I don't buy their their, their t- tasty stuff whatever they call it um just the brand so no walkers crisps I got the Sainsbury's crisps but just stuff like that and now my weekly shop last week was uh I think it was about 85 pounds yeah which for Swapping. me is massive and I only spent about 80 quid 60 80 quid in Aldi so overall the month I don't know we can I probably need to work it out it's still early days but I've saved an awful lot by doing mm. that and Sainsbury's now price match Aldi as well they so, do have it on your um, app you go on your app exactly. and it says price match so yeah. Yeah, so I figured I didn't really want to reinvent the wheel by going to Aldi because I don't like actual shopping and wandering around. I spend more by wandering around. I hate the fact that you have to like, there's no bags and oh, it, it stresses me out. Not a fan, but no, with, with Sainsbury's, um, you, you say 4% um, with my VOP rewards. How it works is you buy a voucher and you, you pay less for it up front and it also helps you to budget throughout the month as well. Right. Um, so it, it's, it's really useful, really useful. I mean, so you an, an might average... say 5% through um, my VIP rewards, you get 5% off any shopping Something? no so um so it depends so tesco's is five percent sainsbury's is, is four um as does four morrison's is four um but we that's basically the lowest the lowest discount other than amazon that you can get so amazon's three percent so you can save on everything you buy through amazon um most of our discounts are 10 percent plus so we have stuff like costa and clark's for back to school um we have um days out we've got holidays we've got Amazing. meals out um essentially if you're spending money on anything that you would class as like a nice lifestyle yeah um, then this is something that you really need to be considering yeah um, and how does it work then so you buy the vouchers through the rewards yeah, yeah you yeah you buy the vouchers they get emailed to you instantly you spend them at, at in store like cash so okay so if I was on, on my app on my Sainsbury's could I spend it on there no well you, you can oh. use it with you can use it with nectar but it's all in store um I so, see, right. so one of our one of our big core values is that we want people to shop locally yeah now shopping local doesn't necessarily just mean supporting small businesses although, although no, that is a massive massive part yeah massive part of what we do um but shopping locally is you know reducing your carbon footprint not traveling um not traveling too far, too far. To, go, to go to the supermarkets but, and I, and I get people saying this to me all the time, oh, but surely your carbon footprint's better if you're at home shopping online. It is, but mm. that doesn't help with jobs. No. So we like to create, to create communities. We help people to, you know, actually be able to support their local community. And whether that means, you know, your, your local guy who picks up the trolleys in, in the supermarket car park, because mm. you know, those people will probably eventually be out of a job, which is, mm. is very sad. So we, we try and try and get people to actually shop in person. In person. But and as, mentioned average, um, sorry, oh, sorry, I was just going to say like average savings for, um, for a year. And I've saved way, way, way more than this because I use it for literally everything that I do. Um, 500 pounds is the average but in in 20 in in 2019 I saved 1680 pounds wow 
yeah <clears throat> a lot of so money when you've got gas and electric going up by that much that can be a real is, difference yeah. to people um and we've we've actually just um just added in um an energy comparison as well to to what we do um so i've got a little little side hustle where i help people to look at their their gas and electric bills to see if they can save on those as well amazing so you was also talking to me about um, days out and about christmas shopping but particularly yes. things like argos and curries um the gaming so now people might be starting to thinking about buying the christmas presents and spreading yeah. the cost over the next sort of three or four months rather than in one go um so now that for me is an issue because i can't hide them in my house um the kids will find it um, but I will put the money aside and then buy in bulk um, yes. right yeah. at the last minute because that's the only way I can do it. But again, I think it comes down to shopping around and not just relying on Amazon, right? Because I, I sometimes mm. find, I, I tend to go to Smith's Toys and just have X amount of money in my back pocket and fill up the trolley and then pay for it. Um, but, but I save for that over a period of months. Some people do that through Amazon, having the Amazon deliveries, but I don't find the toys sometimes are as good as quality um, no, when you no. buy on Amazon. Um, so what could we be doing to support local communities when it comes to the Christmas shop? So um, so in, in terms of Christmas shopping, um, first of all, we have three and a half thousand independent retailers um, and so many of them provide gifts and handmade things. Um, you know, my my ethos is that small businesses keep the keep this company, you know, keep this country. Yeah, going. totally. They do. Um, yeah. And they're struggling. Everybody's struggling. So if, if we could just buy even just one Christmas present from a local business, um, my VIP rewards can help you to save 10 percent plus on that order. Um, but it just puts money back into local communities, which helps everybody to thrive. No, I love that. And I, and I am a bit of um, an Amazon. It, it, a lot of people are they're, they're, I don't, So I don't mind admitting it. Um, it get, you get lazy. Um, and there is a separate version of Amazon where they give like so much back to a charity. I forget what it's called, but there's another version of Amazon where they basically give money back to. I think but I think it's 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 communities abroad. It's mm. not necessarily in this country. Okay. Um, and but I love the idea of buying more locally so um so for example I'm in Kent you're in you're far at Southampton far yeah so uh, is it national so wherever it is yeah so okay. um so we most of our retailers they either ship or you and, and also you can use your my VIP rewards subscription wherever you travel in the UK right so it's not just about um local it is about high streets we've got about um 2000 high street rewards we've got cash back for when you shop online so if you don't want to go out and actually phys physically go to a store you can shop online and still save money so it, it it's just about about thinking about what you spend and could you be saving on that spend so if yep. you don't if you don't want to cut out those takeaways because they're part of your lifestyle and you're being lazy like, like, it. like me because half the time I I've, even if I've got stuff in the cupboards I'm like I don't want to cook no. um, so I don't and you know that it, it does all add up but when you can save on Deliveroo and Uber Eats um, yeah at least you know that you're saving on your takeaway spend yeah rather, is that on the than... app is that on the my vip rewards yeah. oh amazing okay yeah. great there's and so, so much <laughs> this there is sounds like there's so much so you can take the link will be in the show notes so please go and check out maddie's my vip rewards and see if they, you can save some money on your weekly shop or christmas presents or birthday presents anything that's coming up that you're buying see if you can buy locally and help support smaller businesses um where, wherever you possibly can now before you go today Maddie have you got any tips about how people can save money when it comes to their gas and electric over the winter 
Yeah, so um, so I would recommend that if you're not on a fixed rate at the moment, look at it because the price rises are set to go up by 81% in October and then another 20 in January, then potentially another 40 in April. So yeah, it, and that is all a little terrible. bit speculative at the moment, and it we is, don't know what yeah. the government are going to do, which is my biggest issue. They are doing a handout, so the average increase is around eighty pound a month from October, mm. which the handout should cover. Um, and what they're going to do about prices, who knows? I did a cost comparison. I, I know who you your your utility warehouse. I love utility warehouse. I also like their um, points card. They they have a, like a credit and card. The good, do you know what the good thing about the points card as well is that um, it works hand in hand with my VIP rewards. So you get, I wouldn't expect it to do to not. Maddie. No. So you so you get one percent cash back anytime you spend with utility yeah. warehouse's cash back card. Yeah. If you buy the vouchers from my VIP rewards, you also save on the vouchers. So you're getting double discount. Perfect. Um, so I, I love what they're about. Now, for me, I, I've took the risk. I've increased my payments up to what Utility Warehouse said that I would be paying from October for now. Mm. And I'm actually in credit now. Now, I Brilliant. can afford to do that. Not a lot of people can afford to do that. Um, I would ride out... I'd ride out the additional cost. It's 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 a complete Russian roulette. We can go one way or the other. It is. It is. But by and next April, if prices are lower, then I'll benefit from that. Someone that's fit, fixed won't. It just depends if you want to take that risk. I didn't take yeah. that risk with my mortgage because I think that's a longer term issue and bank rate so. won't yeah. drop. Short term the- debt is is more is more pressing at the moment, I think. Yeah. Definitely. Um, but if, if anyone wants more information, then just just get in contact and anything they can do around the house to you know I talk, I've done a, a, a one recently about the cost of living and I talked about buying duvets now while they're cheaper buying yes now stock yeah. up on logs yeah is it somewhere in your logs. is somewhere in your loft go and buy some insulation for it now because it'd be cheaper now than what it will be at, at that time and put an extra insulation in your loft um is anything anything like that you'd recommend people to do um weirdly yeah get draft excluders they really help because then there's not going to be that cool draft going around your house um if you can get away with turning your thermostat down by one degree that will save you money every single time yeah make sure that you're turning appliances off at the wall even your microwave the clock on your microwave can cost you up to 65 pounds per year just by having your clock on on, on your microwave, on microwave. so yeah. turn stuff off. yes turn stuff off at the wall um make sure that you know keep keep doors and windows closed if if you're not in the house um turning off turning off lights i mean that's a bit of a a, a no-brainer really um fans especially at the moment so lots of people leaving fans running if you're not in the room don't don't have a fan going no definitely Um, not definitely not good tips thank you so much for joining me today is anything you'd like to any any last um sort of nuggets for anyone before no, we go but, um, but I mean please please do come and come and follow my um, my TikTok it's mad about money um, and if you want any more information about my VIP rewards it's myvprewards.co.uk thank amazing. you for having me on oh amazing I've really enjoyed it and congratulations to you from where you've come to where you are thank and where you. you're what you're striving to achieve I love what you're doing and um, you know we're here to help wherever you, we can to spread that message so let me know if you need any help in the future Oh, thank you so much. Lovely to be on. Take care. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Accelerate Your Wealth. For further help or to connect with Rebecca directly, please head over to the website www.rebeccarobertson.co.uk where you can find further information on our planner, book and how to further maximise your wealth. 
For any regulated advice, please do head over to www.evolutionfinancialplanning.co.uk.